Tyranny. It's as American as beer and baseball. This is the America Beer, Baseball, Tyranny podcast with your hosts, Joshua Sopko and Aaron Bloomer. Hey, Josh. What's up, Aaron? How are you? I'm doing well. Got some new things going on over here. Lots of new things. Lots of new the things. Toys, gadgets, furniture. So yeah, we got a new background. Which is not big enough, but it works. It works for today. <laughs> we'll figure it out later. And it, the, you know, this background took forever to get here. Oh my gosh, two months or something stupid? Or it was ridiculous. Yeah, it wasn't two months, but it was a month. I mean, yeah. close. It was not slow or fast, I mean. Yeah, and then we got a little new gadget here that you guys can kind of see, but... It kind of makes us look legit. It's fantastic. It's real fancy. It's definitely fancier than we are. But <laughs> it uh, works. I like it. Hopefully we sound a little better. Hopefully, if you noticed our intro, we just play it right from here and move on and less time on our end and the back end. And yeah. And then we got this table. And this table is bomb. And you made it. Yeah, I made it. Um, I had this part, if you can kind of see it. I don't know if you can, but it's like. Beer, beer boxes, boxes, right? Yeah. yeah, and I like mod podged over it, and then I just added out these sides. So hopefully, if we can ever uh, uh, leave our houses, <laughs> we can have uh, guests, and so we could have three right. people here, which right. is the whole plan. Also, this new gadget though allows us to uh, call people or mm-hmm. Skype people a lot easier. So that's going to open it up for guests and things like that too. So. You guys are bored with just us bums. <laughs> Don't sweat it. You'll there'll be some guests here coming up pretty soon. So yeah, we're wearing like headphones it. so we can actually hear each other and hopefully manage our microphone levels a little bit better too. Yeah. Yeah. All, all things podcast stuff. Josh, I'm thirsty. <laughs> yes. We'll we'll see what I picked up today. What is it? It is called the Lucky Bucket Brewing Company. I've never heard of it or had it. And this particular flavor is the Jug Thumper Brown Ale. La Vista, Nebraska. Ah, so it's not too far. So I knew it was in Nebraska. Established in 2008. A favorite of any bluegrass-loving jug player. <laughs> I don't know what those guys that... It kind of matches our uh, intro. Those could really be does. jug players on that uh, intro. You know why these are colored different? Because they put the sticker on it. So yeah, they're actually, like, clear. So they just put a yellow stick on yours and there's a blue sticker. Yeah, I don't I don't like that. Makes a makes a good uh, beer opening sound, so we'll try it. All right. Sweet. Well on the agenda today, ooh. something less <laughs> less government focused. Yeah, less 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 I mean it's a little political, but uh Yeah, so what is it? Essentialism, Mm. the conversation that's going around about being essential. So are people essential? And is their careers essential? Okay, I think there's multiple factions of this. Uh, And it's relevant because obviously uh, with the COVID stuff, people are being ordered in certain areas to stay home, except for essential people. Yeah. Those people are, however, are allowed to go wherever they really want, I guess. I mean, if it's essential, they can do whatever they want, right? right. 
So, so this arbitrary classification that a couple people in a room came up with and said, these people are essential and everybody else has to be locked in their homes. I, I have a serious problem with it. Okay, why? <laughs> I see this conversation happening and I, and I never, it never settled with me well. And I kind of figured out why a little bit, but mostly it revolves around this idea that suddenly a large swaths of people are just deemed unimportant to society and told to stay home. Mm-hmm. And I think <laughs> you're just like, yeah, I feel yeah like that's, that's exactly right. Okay. Yeah. And I, I have such a problem with that because it, it takes their livelihood out from underneath them that they have zero control over. So like we're talking about, that's not true. They're talking about, uh, you know, you're just not important enough to be viable to society. Yeah. I, I can't, I can't consciously do that. Like you made a conscious decision for the job that you took. Yeah. Because it's something that I care about and is important to me and, and means something to me and the people that buy my products or pay me to do that job also find value and importance in it. Yeah. And to have someone else arbitrarily decide that that's not important anymore Mm -hmm. is wrong. So I think, and and those those people I'm talking about are, are the government officials that have just arbitrarily went through a list and say, what do we need to physically survive and started just cutting things out based on those necessities that right. they deemed. But this is only a discussion in a world where there's a pandemic, right? I mean, for the most part, outside of what, and we'll get into it, I think, a little bit later because it's very relevant and related is what uh, we talked about somebody posted on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, um, I, want, I want to get into that question specifically. Yeah, I, but I think that's a little different. Let's start off talking about... Um, in the the realm of a pandemic okay so we are it's been deemed by the powers that be that to not spread this disease it's best to social distance slash stay home so however everyone can't stay home because we need nurses we need doctors i mean like we need a certain of people but then so the, here's where i think we both agree is well where do you draw the line right and that that's where i end up with a huge problem with it mm-hmm. is, is where do you draw the line and what makes something non-essential well i i think it can be pretty easy <laughs> explain do i need your service to, to live and if yes then do you, do I, so I provide a service that helps you to live. I provide, um, I'm, I'm a, I'm a meat packer. So I make meat or package meat for you to buy so that you can survive. So food does the people that supply my needs, are they essential? What's that? So the people that make boots, my boots that I need or the gloves that I need or the glasses that I wear or the, the teeth crowns that I have, or the the haircut that I need in order to just maintain, mm-hmm. um, you know, safety protocol. I can't have too long of hair or something like that, or you know, beard trimming, or the fact that in order for me to do do my job effectively, um, I have stress relievers like going to the gym. Um, you know, some of some of those things. Yeah. 
well, start start to build and build and build out to the rest of society. They're not essential. <laughs> just what? They're, they're just not. I mean, uh, knowing that a pandemic is, in the terms of life, a short-term event. Short-term of 12 to 18 months? Or, t- like, we have no defining realm of sure. what the end of the pandemic is means right but no one's going out there saying it's gonna take 12 to 18 months oh absolutely they are crazy fucks are and fauci now (laughs) he's 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 the leader of it all right like he's he's the one making all his recommendations the spanish flu took like four and a half years to to eventually filter out and maybe maybe you know we see that kind of swells where it where it goes down and comes back up again and sure and there, there was third and fourth waves of even the Spanish flu as it yeah. as it mutated and went through so so I mean, if if you need special boots for your job you probably have some boots so you might need to make those boots last a little bit longer if you need special glasses same thing like the people that make those are not essential. And assuming, and, and here's, it kind of goes back to our price gouging episode a little bit too, right? It's like, if, if you need that, well, there's limited supply now, so it's going to cost more. It's going to, I mean, because they're not making them anymore. I mean, there will have to be concessions. I mean, we will maybe have, you'll have to maybe use some things a little bit longer or, you know what, maybe you don't get your favorite cut of meat because we're in a global pandemic, <laughs> Maybe what you get is ground beef, and and, and, and you, because you don't need your top sirloin cut, you don't need this special. I mean, talking meat packing specifically, right? Yeah, right? Yeah. You need in a in a true global pandemic, we are and when we're looking to live, like survive. I don't. I think it's okay to ask people or to live on your kind of bare bones. So we can get through this. It, it is okay to ask people to do that. It is not okay to forcefully mandate them through rule of law. Listen to that podcast I just told you to about. For, to force people. Because there's lawyers that say different. IJ lawyers who say different. Right. And, and, and I get that it might be within the realm of, their, of the scope of their power. Like, I, I, I get that that's in their scope. But I don't think it's moral or ethical or right by any means. And on it's a, absolutely moral and ethical if it is to slow the spread of a pandemic that it doesn't kill so half let, of the country. Let's, <laughs> un, unsubstantiated claims, but let's let's talk about the social fabric that this conversation causes too. So, like the Facebook posts that we saw. There's okay, we're going to Facebook posts. No, I think I want to be, because because it goes deeper than just like because I understand the logistics of uh, you need to make your boots last longer. Uh, because you don't you don't need boots. You don't need to go golfing in order for you to do your job effectively. Sure. Even even though I disagree with the fundamental of what that means, I understand the logistics of what you're saying. So it's so I'm right. I understand the logistics. I can see where you're coming from. But we get into the 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 more social fabric of the damage that it causes on a on a wider scale than just logistically surviving for a couple of months. Okay, but with uh, or without something. But in the context of a <laughs> pandemic, <laughs> no. Yes. Or the wrong button. They <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> wrong. There. there They're wrong. Correct. In the def, I think, so, okay. So here's where, here's where we're trying to get at. Cause I think that, I think the people are like, what the heck are they talking about? So there was a <laughs> Facebook post where uh, someone asked their uh, students that who they were to choose a teacher. Sophomores, I think too. Okay. 
asked them to, in a speech class or something, rank the specific um, professions. Yep. Rank these professions in importance to society Yep. or something like that. Um, and so I'm going to bring the post up just so we can see it and get the exact ones and get the, that because, but here's the thing when we're talking about just everyday, normal day to day, what's your importance to society? It's a different conversation than if we're in a global pandemic. Is it though? Yeah. I, I just, I just, I mean, now we've also, we've allowed government to, to make the differentiation of what is a pandemic? Are we in a pandemic? And these are the definitions and these are how we're going to combat it. We're not allowing society to make those claims and allowing society to act appropriately as society wants or needs or validates. And that's, that's kind of where I come into the issue is you have government saying, well, we're in a pandemic and this is going to be our response regardless of what you say and how you think that you need to respond to it. I think the issue is, and they also talked about it in that podcast episode, is, um, first of all, the government, and and we're talking local government. This there's, it, there's there's obviously a differentiator. They don't believe that the federal government has any right to do that. I don't like the federal. Well, at least Trump, I don't. I think has clarified too that he doesn't have those kinds of rights. But sure. on, on a state level, yeah. I yeah. mean, so they're saying that in the in the. Um, uh, they say that it's basically, yeah, it is It is okay to it's, make those distinctions. It's within their power. Because we've given them the power, essentially, is what they've said. Yeah, more The government less. technically does, or the governor doesn't technically have that power, but there are these old laws that have given the governor those powers. Right, and emergency clauses and exactly. crap like that. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I'm, not, I'm not saying that they don't have the right to enact such measures. I'm saying that it's not correct or moral or ethical to forcefully impose such activities as essential and non-essential classifications. I, I don't even think that it's reasonable that they can or should. What's the morality issue? Okay. So can we talk about the Facebook post? Did you, did you find it? Or? Okay. Yep. Uh, I do a speech class. I do a speech in my class where the kids have to rank these professions in order of importance based on their contributions to society from least to greatest and explain why. Uh, then she's kind of, so here are the uh, professions in no particular order. Politician, teacher, scientist, farmer, artist, preacher. And the comments, so, so okay. I thought the comments were funny because half of them were just like, oh, yeah, I'll take a stab at it. <laughs> and then the other half were like, whoa, I don't know about that. I don't know if we should do that. I, w- I, was, I was the second dissenter of that post. There was one other person prior to me that, that commented and said, this is, this is wrong. You shouldn't do this. And I was the, I was the second one who, who commented and said, this is wrong and here's why. Mm-hmm. There is a deep moral societal fabric going on here with this conversation that I think is far greater than government should or shouldn't. And this is kind of what hopefully I can come across a because it really gets down to like, <laughs> I get kind of angry about just the even mere idea. So 
obviously a farmer is going to rank it among the top. He provides the, he or she provides the food mm-hmm. for everybody to eat. Right. Right. But there again, the farmer requires things. The farmer requires shoes. The farmer requires eyeglasses and equipment and machinery and fuel. And then those people require things. At some point, those people require th- and, and education. So then the teacher falls in there somewhere pretty high up. At what point are we just making these arbitrary decisions based on really not much criteria that means anything? If you think about World War II, uh or post-World War II or whatever, whenever, no, it was pre-World War II, when Einstein came up with the theory of relativity. Like, <laughs> all right, I'm awake. So he gets, Einstein was really famous for doing this. He was a violinist. He was a, a musician, an artist, right? He learned a craft and he was really good at it too. He used his music as a tool in order to solve problems. Whenever he would get stuck on a really tough problem, some of it was, was not even just figuring out the math, but just conceptualizing the idea so that you could try and prove it mathematically. He would be in his studio playing the violin for hours. I mean, just hours upon hours and upon hours. And sometimes he'd do this for days on end because it helped him clear his head to think of solutions to the problem. What does that have to do with anything? The artist in this list is going to be dead last on just about everybody's list. The artist is unimportant. Correct. The no artist. One, no one would classify Einstein or whoever you were talking about, because I kind of dozed off, uh, as an artist. They would identify him used as art, a scientist. But he used art to fuel science. Doesn't matter. <laughs> without, without art, you can't have science. Nobody's saying we can't have art. This post is saying, because... No, it's not. If, it's if you go outside the construct of, of of a pandemic, which is what she's doing, she said she's been doing this post for years. Right. Which and is start, I mean, we can, we can like, let's just put that out there. <laughs> I think we can both agree. I don't think that It's this, a strange conversation just, to have outside of a pandemic. Uh, I think it is a strange conversation to have in a school setting, in a speech class. I think maybe in a civics class or something along the lines. I think... I don't know. I think it's weird. I I kind of see because she's trying to do critical thinking and things. I just think there are maybe other ways to to get those juices flowing in a critical thinking type of way in a sophomore or whatever it is. But either way, which, which brings up more more to that. But anyway, she picked six professions out of virtually an unlimited number of professions and said, which one of these or which these of these six which contribute more to society. The She's artist, not saying the artist can't exist. But she is saying that the artist does not contribute enough compared to everybody else. Correct. But I contend that without the artist, the scientist cannot work effectively. Okay, without the so scientist, we can't have one new scientist who used art. <laughs> You're right? saying no scientist. Scientists are very. But here's the thing. They're not artists. If it was, if it was, hey, every scientist or a lot of people have to have someone else come in who is an artist to clear their minds. It's like saying they're multiple people, but their art isn't contributing. It's ultimately, it's the science that's contributing. That's maybe, I mean, it may be a different scientist drinks or smokes pot or punches a wall. Like, just because one scientist used music doesn't mean that (laughs) this art is, is equal to the science. There are other scientists that paint. Uh, I'm sure there are. In the infinite world, yes, there are probably So I used are. one example. 
but there's, there's probably lots of enough lots of other people, ones too who smoke pot. People go fishing. Is sure. fishing non-essential all of a sudden? Yeah. What about the people that make fishing poles? So yes. now, so now we don't have society. So now we don't have fishing poles. We don't have the hooks that make them. The guy that makes the steel to make the hooks. Correct. You know, you go on and on the fishing line. Everything that goes into that. The people that make the boats no, to go. We're fishing. not saying these people can't exist. So we're saying let's take it one step further and we go into a more socialist society. No, because we're a more we're, communist. We're, we're crossing things from into a pandemic versus every day. And I think this conversation from now, because we've never had this conversation in modern times. She has. <laughs> and I think it's wrong for I, the fact that, it, that, that it extends, that this conversation will extend f- generationally outside of this particular pandemic. The contribution to society topic. Yes. Sure. And it, and it, and it arose out of, the, out of the pandemic. Okay, then if we want to talk about that in a non-pandemic world, then we cannot conflate that when someone says a profession is above another profession, that that means that profession doesn't exist because it still exists because the question is which one contributes more to society. And I, I, I and so when I say in all of them, there's okay, there's value, <laughs> but there's absolute value and you can't confuse. And I'm not saying you are, I'm just saying you can't confuse value with, contributions to society if you move into a communistic world government communists and 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 socialists will do exactly this they put people in roles and say you're going to do this for the state because that's for the good of society right you're going to grow food uh you're going to produce shoes you're a shoemaker you're going to produce shoes for the state so nobody has to nobody has the, the 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 need for capitalism, right? Because everything's just provided for you. You go to work, you make shoes, you come home, and and you get whatever else you need based on the production of everybody else. The state owns the means of production, right? Okay. So in that in that context, which is what the left, more liberal society is always pushing for, let's just let the state do it. Let the state can run all that. Will the state, based on these types of conversations, will the state say we're going to have artists produce art? Based on this conversation, no, because they're not important to contribute enough to society. And so that now Compared artists... Compared to another five other hand-picked professions. Right. So if we say... So now I'm suddenly trying the artist does other, I'm trying to think of other worthless professions. <laughs> that just we for can, the record, you just called all artists and their professions worthless. I, I can't, I can't, I can't. I'm not, I can't do it. I can't. I don't, I don't know that they're worthless to everyone. I understand why people like art. And what and the what people consider art is very broad. Yes, it was half tongue in cheek, but also I don't care about. <laughs> but, I personally don't care about art, right? And, and, uh, but, and I, that's, but I and care, that's but I care about music, right? So music for if you're considering art, but I'm I mean, so if we say, if we take other professions, that would be if we had if we substitute that profession in place of artist in this list. Artist may go up to the top. So what I'm saying based is... Based on another set of arbitrary criteria. Exactly. Well, arbitrary professions that somebody just pulled out of a hat, essentially. Right. She she took this... I would have liked to have seen that. Because there's... This was a, a in somewhat a loaded question to me. If you're willing to say one profession 
has more value to society or contributes more to society than another, you're always going to put the artist at the bottom. De- depending on your perception or experience or, right. you know, who you are, because the artist is going to put their their value toward the top of that list. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, like, I the, the interesting one for me, honestly, and to kind of shift gears a little tiny bit, but I thought the preacher was interesting. Preacher, yeah. I would put preacher at the bottom, towards the bottom, pro- maybe above artist, probably tied. Yeah, and, because, and I can see why you would. Right, because I think you can still be a Christian, worship God, things like that, without a pastor. Without a preacher, right. So that, to me, I mean, granted, there are some people who put that number one. Which yeah, there were some people in the comments that put it up at like two. Right. They said like the farmer, but then then preacher next because and, and it goes into again having this and bringing it out of the moral construct of and the fabric of society and back into the conversation about the government choosing essential versus no, government's choosing. What, what do you mean? They've already said that preachers are not essential and you they can't preach in a public setting at all outside right. of the, outside of their home. When? And, and every state except for ours. Well, now we're going back into the, in the yeah, pandemic. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's what I mean. Yes. And now, During and the now, time of a pandemic, a pastor should not, there shouldn't be a, and a gathering at church. That's equally damaging, again, for all the people that rely on their pastors for their mental health and well-being. So if I'm, I'm going back to I'm the meat packer. That pastor can't call that person? <sighs> You that, know, that, you know what I'm saying, though. No, that, that, I don't. The, I really don't. The, the, pa- the pastor can't call 300 people in his congregation. Not all 300 people need that. You don't know. I do. <laughs> I don't. I don't. If, there, if there's a, if there's a church of a thousand and 300 sure. need it, sure. There's a capacity to what the pastor can reasonably do. Facebook Live, it's free. <laughs> Every pastor can do it. And if they're not, they're not great at what it's, they're doing it's not the same like it's you're, not you're, the same you're putting you're putting a lot of, of your pandemic, own personal you're putting your personal anecdotal needs and wants in front of a uh, uh, 300 and aren't you doing the same no i'm trying i'm trying to abstract all of that and say no, i don't care who you they are should what, be able to so they should if gather they want, if they want to what, why in the in the conversation of a pandemic and i'm saying even probably something more uh, to, to date more uh, deadly or serious than the COVID piece. I think they should be, the government should be able to say, no, you church of a thousand cannot meet on Sunday. When, where does it end? When the pandemic ends. Wait, I, I, and I do, I do agree that that's the one stick sticking point to me is everything. And, and these IJ lawyers say this, and you've said this, multiple times over and over is in times of quote unquote emergency laws have been enacted in the good of the people, but then those laws are never repealed. Right. And so I, I do, that's the one thing I do agree is that in some way when they say a church should not be able to congregate, there has to be an end. There has to be a black and white end date. Sure. And I'm okay with it. And the, the next piece is, well, it's not a pandemic, but uh, we're approaching war. And so right now, no newspapers can report uh, anything that we don't approve of because because of we need to make sure that we prop up our war support. I think that would never go through with First Amendment. It already has. When? World War One, World War Two, In 2020. Vietnam. True. 
the, I, the Patriot Act. It's happened over and over and over, and it'll happen again in 2020 that we that the government will suppress information if it's not happening right now. I mean, we see it happening on Facebook, and I don't know, the government owns Facebook or whatever. I'm not, <laughs> I don't. Oh, yeah, they do. <laughs> but, I mean, the, the, the fact that they just use the, the pandemic as an excuse to take control away from people versus these, based on these arbitrary guidelines that really don't have any substantiated, uh, substantiation, where the government says the artist is non-essential, um, but the, the farmer is. And when does that end? How does that carry on? And then what if the farmer relies on new music being produced for him or going to concerts? Like, I don't know. It's just... Farmer doesn't rely on music. <laughs> says says you. Okay, okay, okay. The non-farmer. I'm, I'm, and, and that, that's I'm what I'm saying. I'm trying to... Farmers in my I'm, family. I'm they can still plow a field I'm trying to take music. away all of my perception of who that farmer is. There's millions of farmers, and they all have different lifestyles. Some of them may need to go golfing. Some of them rely on the gym. Some of them rely on all kinds of things. Can they do their day-to-day job without that stuff? That's not for you or me to decide. I'm... Can they though? That's not for you. I, I can't. I can't say yes or no. Yeah, you can because they can. I'm they not, can. I'm not gonna make they that can. They can farm whatever they're doing without music. It may suck, and that but suck they can do it, and that suck could lead them to a path of depression and suicide. Well, that person has other issues. Yeah, absolutely. And then we just packed it on for no. Like, but no one's outlawing music. They're outlawing concerts. So we can outlaw, we'll say, we'll say for, right, okay, outside of a pandemic, I am saying a scientist is more important than a musician on contributions to society. That doesn't mean the musician (laughs) dies or can never create music ever again. I think it could be... It could be here. The person absolutely 1,000%, the musician still provides value. 100% agree. But when you're looking at contributions to society and assuming it's like it's like uh, the guy who created, what was it, the insulin or whatever, who did created something but took no, didn't patent it so he didn't get any money from it. The huge, it was a huge thing. Anyway, I can't, I'm spacing on it now. But... That person contributed more to society than any musician ever. No. And I understand you no. won't say it, but <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not, saying I'm not gonna, and, and, and I just, I think that's wrong. So you would rather have music than this, whatever. The, I can't fuck. I could wish I, I would. I would, I would rather that people decide what they need in their life freely and choose their ability. Unfortunately, you can't say, I don't need science. You can't say, I don't need. A politician. I don't need a farmer. I need whatever the scientist needs to do well in his job. Or I need whatever the farmer needs to do well in his job. Like, can you farm? Like, is it physically possible to farm without without music or without stress relievers, without going to the gym or without doing any number of things that the farmer might need to do on a daily basis in order for him to do his job? Like, is that physically possible? Yes. Boom! <laughs> Got him! Is that morally and ethically correct to deny him or her of that basic 
freedom? No. No one's denying them. The, inter- uh, the rest of the world is. The whole, the whole country. They're not denying music. They're denying his ability to go to the gym. They're denying his ability to go do any, to go golfing, like whatever. I'm, Listen, farmers don't go to the gym. <laughs> they lift a lot of stuff on their so, own. They don't now need to go You're to taking the gym. all these anecdotal ideas. Like I'm trying to make one big broad lift stroke a ba- statement. Lift a hay bale. I'm making one big broad statement to try and prove the point, and you're and you're isolating it down to this. Well, you one can't make thing. one big broad statement, but you can because there's 320 million people all doing different careers. The the, the boot maker. Okay, so you the can, boot maker but I might can't. need to go to the. You gym. can, but I can't. You can make this big broad statement saying everybody's equal. We all love each other. Blah blah blah. I'm saying no. There are other professions that. There are professions that um, contribute more to society. <laughs> so my big broad statement is wrong, but yes. your big broad statement is right. Because your big broad statement is is isolating down into your anecdotal idea of what each person does and what it means for them to do their job and say, you don't need to do that and you don't need to do that. And I'm you not don't saying need anybody do doesn't need to do anything. Yeah, you are. No, I'm not. The artist can go paint or carve or sculpt or do whatever the heck that person does. <laughs> But they, they can't can, have an art show to go in, sell their art and make you a living. Keep crossing feed themselves. over into pandemic time versus not pandemic time, <sighs> because the conversation is 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 happening now in a pandemic. I understand, and I think that's but gonna, we can't c- keep crossing back and forth because it, it 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 confuses the conversation and it makes it one point relevant here, one point relevant here. So okay, so to clarify, the conversation that has sprung out of the pandemic, I believe is damaging to the fabric of society outside of a pandemic. So this conversation, I believe, could continue to happen for a generation. Facts don't care about your feelings. <laughs> the truth. <laughs> this is this is this is one thing and we're we're coming up on 33 minutes. Good. Here. Good. Uh, <laughs> we I obviously s- disagree pretty heavily on this one. I will say this one one thing. And I don't I don't say this uh, as a disparaging comment by any means at all, but usually you're a very like analytical <laughs> thinker, <laughs> but you are very emotional yes. on this specific topic, yes. which is, 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 is different. It's a surprise, not a surprise, but it's just unusual. And, 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 and you're right. And I recognize that. Why and are you, why are you emotional? Right. So when I was kind of talking about this on, on, on Facebook, cause I was, I was just pissed the, the moment I saw it and, and I would post like you're, you're essential to type of thing, you know, like just to give the artist a little boost, you know, or the people that have, have been ran, like just forcefully stuck at home in their house. Like, Hey man, like you are needed in society, whether or not government thinks you are right now or not, like you are necessary in my opinion. Like it doesn't matter who you are or what you do, or if I use your services or not, you are an important person still. And, sure. And people, and I don't think that's a conversation that's happening. But Maybe. And, and, and people would comment, boy, somebody's feeling non-essential. It's like, fuck you, buddy. <laughs> I mean, like. And, oh, and, funny. And, and we, we, we kind of, I, I just, I internalized that maybe more than I should have. Right. And it so made do you me feel really that your position and that was the thing is, is like, I really, and my wife was like, why is this bugging you so much? Like, yeah. you're really like, I mean, it was every day I'd wake up and like, I would just process this through my head. Like what the, what the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. And, and I did kind of come to this realization that, that, that I, the problem is, is people were classifying me as non-essential, okay. but I don't feel non-essential because I don't feel non-essential to my kids. I don't feel non-essential to my wife. 
and the things that I do every day by going to our store and selling our products, which are bath and body products, which depending on the nature of the product is de- is deemed essential by a go- by government. We sell soap and hand sanitizer, like, you know, some right. basic things, body butter, like there's things that we sell that are deemed essential, right? And there's things that we sell that are deemed non-essential. Sure. Regardless, the things that we sell make money for our family so that I can feed them. That process to me is essential. Right. I think you are a little, I think you're, what I've tried to do, and I mentioned mentioned to you too, as, as do you consider yourself, your identity is, mm-hmm. is a bath and body type retailer. Like that's your identity. Right. Because in my opinion is, I mean, I'm a digital marketer, but also too, like, I would rather people see me as a friend, a funny person, somebody that we have these conversations with. Yeah. And like, I just, I, I don't view what my Monday through Friday, eight to five as me. Right. Even though it takes up the vast majority of my life. I, I also, I'm in digital marketing. I am one of the first people to say I am not essential to really anything right. in a pandemic world. I mean, I've joked all the time, like, if I could train a monkey to click a couple buttons, <laughs> it could probably do my job, you know? And, and, and so during the time of a pandemic, I'm fine saying people are saying like marketing companies shouldn't run like uh, maybe sure. Fine. Whatever. Like, but no, to, to society staying healthy and alive, like physically alive. There's nothing I do in my profession that makes me essential to someone else. And I think that's what the conversation is. It's, it is, are you essential to yourself? Well, I'm obviously essential to my wife. I'm essential to my kids. You, I'm obviously essential to you because I'm a pretty big deal. <laughs> <laughs> but am I essential to... <coughs> oh, where's the... Hell yeah! Wrong. 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 Sorry. <laughs> I put the bottom button. There oh. we go. I got crazy. Sorry, guys. Uh, yeah, so I think, I mean... No, I lost my train. I'm, I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's all good. So, I mean, like, am I essential to the guy that lives in the other neighborhood because I'm a digital marketer? No. And and I and I get the logistics behind what you're saying. You're not wrong in that sense, right? Like, like, and I, I think it's okay. Like, I don't, I don't think it's, I don't think it's. I I understand where it can be dangerous to be like, well, I'm more important than you, and that's. That's the other side of things. There was that, that video that went viral. I was, was going to share it with you because it was pertinent to this conversation. But this lady who was a nurse, so a, a very essential person, uh, was screaming at a guy in his car yeah. because he wasn't at home and he was out doing non-essential things. And essentially saying, you're not important to be outside in his car. He wasn't doing, he was literally out for a joyride to get some fresh air and be out of his house. Mm-hmm. And this lady was just shaming him and condemning him for his actions. Right. Uh, I think that lady has some issues. <laughs> and and that's been happening more and more in the conversation. They're shaming people. Oh, you shouldn't be outside because because you're, you know, you don't need shoes. You know, it's like, I need yeah. a new pair of sandals. It's like, well, do yeah. I need a new pair of sandals? No. Right. Do a new pair of sandals make my life more comfortable in this hot summer weather and make me enjoy my day a little bit more when I'm outside? Yeah, they do. You shouldn't be outside. <laughs> like, is it essential that you I need, need sh- more pajama sandals? pants? No, it's not essential that I get new sandals. But right. 
it's something that helps me get through my day better, easier, makes me feel good because I bought a new pair of shoes. Like, I get it. But I think a lot of us uh, are attached to material things. Yeah. You know, and I think that's like, if a pair of shoes is the only thing that makes you happy, <laughs> there's probably a, a, another conversation that you For need sure. to have uh, with your pastor over Facebook Live. <laughs> I, I, I get it. You know what? Who is, you know what's always going to be essential though? Ah, brewers, booze. Beer, I don't disagree. Alcohol, one hundred percent. Liquor stores. It was just kind of crazy. Like liquor stores never shut down. Uh, they did in Brookings. Really? They they shut down the municipal liquor store in Brookings for like three or four weeks. They eventually opened it back up. Yeah. They've all offered, like I know one that has like a drive through window, so they actually sure. just said like we're only going through the drive through which is a pretty yep. cool idea. Uh, and then the other big one that I have usually go to, they've always done um, um, like if you call ahead, they'll bring it out to your car. Sure. Which is if you don't want to come in, it gives it just gives you that other alternative, which yep. I think is 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 a great thing to do. And 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 so to reiterate, I'm not saying that life should can should have even in the context of a pandemic extend as normal as possible without you know making changes. Like the artist can go home and work from home and do online art shows and galleries. Like these things can still change. The problem that I have is where, you, like, the government saying that you can't go outside. Like, this kind of came up in Sioux Falls when they wanted to do the stay-at-home order. I know we're running long on time, but. Uh, i try to end these episodes. <laughs> I know you were almost there, too. <laughs> All right. Just real quick. Go hurry. They had, uh, they, they talked about this the stay-at-home order, and I went up to the podium and I asked them, I was like, well, we don't know what this means because the classification of essentialism is, is poor. They were using the federal guidelines, so, but it was a poor classification to begin with. So our business is fe- is classified under the federal guidelines as an essential business because of a handful of products that we sell. Mm-hmm. So great. If my printer runs out of ink, can I, as in the stay-at-home owner, can I go to Staples and go get a new printer ink? Yes, that would be considered an essential task to run my essential business, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Now, the home artist who is working from home and doing all the state home orders in order for them to operate and run their business. If they need ink, can they go to the store, but they're not essential. See how it brings in all yeah, of I, these really complex things that government is not equipped or manageable to, to offer or bring about or like yeah. whatever. I think it's, I think again, it, it, we keep tying back to all our older episodes, which I think it's good, but like the government's not probably the, the right, right. uh, entity to to make these massive decisions especially i mean and i'm not even talking about who's essential non-essential what can be open what cannot but like is this a pandemic right like because they're wrong like they're always wrong (laughs) you know it's not wrong josh okay here we go here we go this beer's not wrong (laughs) dude so this this lucky bucket yeah brewing company the jug thumper brown ale is what we got rich barley flavor uh five and a half alcohol by volume I thought it was fantastic. It was pretty good. I thought it was fantastic. Okay. I really like, I was not um, on board. So give me a number. Four and a half. Ooh. I, I will drink this again. Wow. I will buy a six pack and I will drink this. 
I give it a. I was gonna go three and a half, but since you you talked me into a, th- <laughs> a four, it's a good beer. It's. Uh, it's I a, really liked it. I thought it was really good. Brown ales are good. We've got some local a local company that does a real good brown ale. Newcastle does a brown ale. They haven't gotten any credit that they deserve because they have a good brown ale as well. Uh, it has this one though has good flavor. Uh, it's a it's a great beer. So. I, I liked it a lot, a whole lot. Yeah, it's a it's a good beer. So how about we try this out? End this episode. All right. So what do we got to do now? BeerBaseballTyranny.com. Ah, uh, yes. Check us out there. Search for us anywhere that you listen to podcasts. If you don't want to see our beautiful faces, you can hear our beautiful voices. Anywhere you find podcasts, so anything you do. Uh, you can subscribe to us on YouTube. We have a, a pretty uh, Facebook page where we share some things. And, uh, yeah, we've got issue with our merch but we're gonna get that figured out here pretty quick uh, a lot of it's covid related actually just because oh, shipping time shipping and times and things because right. so. it's not a, i mean you don't need a shirt right <laughs> <laughs> so hey guys thanks for watching yeah thanks, thanks for, for listening and uh, we'll check it out.